Hello, you're listening to the Sunday Show Tunes podcast. I'm Paul. And I'm Robbie. Coming up on today's episode, we're chatting with Wendy Peters. You Are Here is the UK premiere of an intimate, hilarious and heartbreaking tour de force musical. Television and West End star Wendy Peters plays the role of Diana, the Chicago housewife who walks out of a comfortable suburban life for no real reason. Wendy is with us now. Hi, sweetie. How are you? Hello. I'm very well, thank you. You okay? Yes, thank you. Yeah, life is plodding on, you know, plodding on. But there is a light at the end of this tunnel in the form of live theatre. I know. I feel very lucky. I'm very excited. And that was a little bit scary since you describe it. <laughs> so I've got to be intimate and hilarious. Yes. Well, you can be intimate at Southern Playhouse. It's going to be a Southern Playhouse. You have to be intimate there. People are pretty much on the stage. I know. I'm really excited because it's one of my favourite venues. And I've been to see so many things there over the years. Um, and always wanted to work there. So I'm very excited about that. Oh, so this is your Southern debut? Yeah. Yeah. I've walked across the stage because quite often you have to walk across the stage to get to your seats, but I've never actually done something (laughs) on the stage. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about the musical You Are Here, and more specifically, tell us about Diana. Ah, right. Okay, You Are Here. Diana is a uh, mid-50s, little little like me, um, suburban Chicago housewife who has been married um, for 30-odd years to um, Gerard. And she's had a very comfortable life, a very lovely, suburban, sedate life. Um, And it happens to be 1969, July the 20th, when um, man walks on the moon Mm -hmm. for the first time. And she's watching the television set. And um, all of a sudden, without thinking about it, she picks up a handbag or a purse, obviously, as they call it. And she walks out the door and she heads toward the train station, gets on a train and goes into Chicago. And it's about what happens over the next four days in her life, who she meets, how it changes her mind about her life and what's happened in her life. And the big question at the end is, will she go back? Oh, mm. does it get resolved or do we get get a bit of a cliffhanger? It gets it gets resolved. It oh, gets thank resolved. goodness. I, I, yeah. I'm never so I'm never for a cliffhanger like that. <laughs> yeah. And along, along the way, there's three other three other people within the show um, um, playing lots of different characters Mm. um they all at some point play my husband gerard because the the thing about diana is she hears voices and even when she's left home walked out she still hears this husband in her head telling her the things that he he normally Mm. tells her you know um, we don't do this and we don't do that diana and you don't do this um because in a way without her realizing he's been controlling her for the last 30 years um so and she has joan her best friend joan who um, she plays bridge with every Thursday night. Is this a regular thing that happened in the 50s? Mm-hmm. You know, Thursday she plays bridge with Joan and has coffee with Joan. Sunday she watches Ed Sullivan and Disney on the television set with Gerard at home. And, and all these specific things that happen to her. Um, so, so we have, um, we meet Joan and we meet, and then when she gets to Chicago, she checks into a hotel. So we meet the, the hotel clerk and then she goes to a park and we meet Daniel, who's um, a veteran of the Vietnam War, who she mm. meets on a park bench and, and chats with him. So it's really interesting because all these different characters put her life into perspective. Um, and along the way, it's just linked with the most beautiful songs. I feel so lucky to have been given them to sing. Um, written by um, Brian Hill and Neil Bartram, who are fabulous Canadian um, uh, songwriters, musical writers, who live in... Live in um, um, 
US now, but were from Canada originally. And they are adapting um, and rewriting all the songs for Bed Dogs and Broomsticks that's about to go out. Yes, they are. Yeah. So, um, so, so they're wonderful. They're lovely. I've done a couple of Zooms with them and I actually have met them this week for a coffee outside in London oh because they're over here doing doing the final auditions for Bedknobs this week. So we managed to meet up for a coffee um, with Matthew, who's directing and producing, and Laura, who's our musical director, because she's ending Bedknobs as well. Mm-hmm. And it was so lovely to chat to them and and just get a bit more of an insight into the piece that, 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 that they'd written, um, which was done. Um, it's only been done once before yep. at the Goodspeed um, Theatre Company. Um, in, in America, which is in, in Chicago. Um, it was done in 2018. And we worked out uh, it's exactly almost three years to the day when we opened from when it was first done. They they opened on May 18th. We opened on May 17th. Um, so, yeah, so it, there's, there's all those things. And I'm a bit, you know, I'm a bit of a musical theatre buff. But um, well, you, do that- you know, and I, I need to <laughs> say, because we, we always have this, this is a bit frustrating to me. It's if, if ever I, I mention your name to people and that generally I mention any musical theatre stars to people and, and, and it draws a blank. And then I'm like, Scylla Battersby from Coronation Street. And they're like, no, no but that's the thing. Not that many people know that you, you have a proper solid background in musical theatre. That is your thing, isn't it? Yeah, it is really. It's where it's where, what made me want to, to come into this business. Um, it's from a very young age, um, and I, I trained in musical theatre for three years. And for the first ten years of my career, so that's all I really did. Mm. Into the Woods, Grease, Slice of Saturday Night, Hello Dolly, Guys and Dolls. I mean, lots and lots of musicals. Um, and then um, I was very lucky to, to move more into TV and, and then get Coronation Street. Mm-hmm. So of course, that's what people know. And Brian and Neil, being from Canada. When, when Matthew said, oh, Wendy Pete, they went, oh, Coronation Street. Of course I know Coronation Street. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so it has its advantages. It. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but me, the musical theatre buff in me, um, uh, sort of then sort of Googled, um, you mm-hmm. are here and, and good speed and all that. Uh, and it was um, Patty Cohen that played it um, when mm-hmm. they did it in Chicago, who was the original Rosebud in Edwin Brood, which I did years ago as well. Um, but she's also one of my, one of my girl crush musical theatre people. Uh, is Christine Ebersole. I, my, oh, yes. I absolutely adore Christine mm-hmm. Ebersole. And Patty um, was her stand-in, her walking cover on um, Warpaint. So I love oh, all wow. those little connections. And I, I saw them both on, in Warpaint, so um, um, little connections that go on. So it is a really lovely piece that will be very intimate um, at Southwark, but very safe mm-hmm. um, because they have every everything in place for social distancing, right down to perspex between your bubbles, um, and I'm not allowed to stand within two meters of whatever on when I'm singing and three meters, I think, for certain bits. And so it's all very, very safe. Um, mm. And and hopefully will just be a lovely way back into theatre for everybody. Well, Southwark made a lot of effort into opening so uh, safely, didn't they, with the last five years? Um, mm-hmm. So they invested a lot of time and effort into making it a very comfortable. I know a few people that went to see the last five years and they said how safe they felt how how well it had been managed but if people don't feel comfortable coming to see the show in person they can still see the show can't they i know and i think this might be the way forward as well even for, for shows when we're not socially distanced um we will be streaming live <laughs> oh, <that's a> <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to have to judge the performance those two shows between an audience and a, a camera. Yes, um, which which will be really interesting. Um, yeah, as if I haven't got enough to think about um, with whatever it is, 18 numbers. It's quite a lot. It's quite 18. A big uh, it's quite a big thing. Oh <laughs> yeah. my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, on the 22nd of May, this is the first Saturday after we've opened, 
we are streaming it live. So you can go onto the Subbit Playhouse website and book a, a streaming ticket, no matter where you are in the world. So um, it's lovely because, of course, a lot of my family up north may not be able mm-hmm. to get down because by then they're still not, in, in theory, supposed to travel and see people. Yeah. And so, so they can all stream it if they need to. Um, but I do think it could be a way forward because mm. not everybody in, in normal times can, can get to London no. to see a show. And this way, they may not miss out. I mean, it's geographically, financially, it's not it's not cheap to get into town necessarily. I mean, I know it's extraordinarily um, good value going to Southwark Playhouse. The, the tickets yeah. are very inexpensive, but still there are factors there. And also then there's just more of a record of it as well. And, and you can't beat being in the room. You can't. No, but, and I don't think it will ever stop me if I can from mm. getting to an audience and sitting in a theatre and actually watching it live. But it certainly is another, another option for, for mm. some people. Mm. You mentioned uh, just a little earlier that your what made you want to get into theatre was musicals. What was your first musical theatre influence? The first thing that made uh, you go, oh, that's what I want to do. Um, okay. Um, yes. When I was, ooh, I'd be about 12, 13, my mum and dad surprised my sister and I by bringing us to London for a weekend just before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And they booked us tickets to go and see Annie at the Victoria Palace Theatre. Wow. And I think that was probably the moment watching, watching not just the kids, but the whole thing. Yeah. Um, it really blew me away. And I, I think that's the first time I really realized that it was something you could actually do as a career mm. and get paid for it. Uh, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't just a case of, because of course I'd done dancing displays and things like that and dance festivals, but it was always in school plays, but it was always just a bit of fun. And I think that's the first time I realized that it was a real professional yeah. thing and you could do it. Um, yeah, and that was that was from then on. That was all all I wanted to do. And the person that's been most influential in your career? Oh, um, there's been a few. I, I, the, not necessarily the person, but the, the things. It's the the movie musicals of the fifties, really. Mm-hmm. I, you know, if, if I had to be born at any other time, it would it would be those um, Judy Garland, mm-hmm. um, Rosemary Clooney, Doris Day, Anne Miller, all those. Um, wonderful films which i don't think as much as i think now we do have great we're starting to get back to doing brilliant um, movies of the mm-hmm. musicals that we have i think they went we went through a phase where they were awful but i think now we're getting back into really good recreations on a movie yeah um, we'll never get back to those kind of movies on the town is my all-time favorite movie I just wouldn't spend the money these days, would they? No, no, absolutely not. No. And I think so you look it, back it at those, those they, that was my big influence. They really happened, didn't they? They they really had that many extras. They really went to those places. Whereas if you watch something now, The Greatest Showman, I'm not knocking it, but it's like some of those things aren't real and, and your head kind of goes, ah, it's really good. But it might but with those those movie musicals when Busby Berkeley had all of those girls, he really did, and a few mirrors, but he really made that happen. Yeah, I think that's the thing. I think now we all actually watch not necessarily the greatest showman we all watch films any film not just musicals now and go and look closer at you we're going mm-hmm. to the screen as if we can see them oh, <laughs> okay where does the line stop <laughs> oh yeah you know it, it, who's real and who's not um so yeah i mean that's when the, the movies were really a, a big thing wasn't mm. it and, and it was a spectacle a real spectacle mm. so that was my major influence at any time i could i would sit down and watch those all those musicals from the 50s what are you most looking forward to about getting back into a theatre? Oh, 
I mean, obviously taking brownies for the cast, Wendy, that's important because anyone anyone that that knows you knows that Wendy makes a wicked brownie and um, (laughs) you're not you're not backwards in sharing them with people. You're very generous with the brownies. Uh, No, I love making my brownies. I've now gone into a really good routine when I do shows is because I've I've worked out that if I I freeze big batches of them, um, cut them up and freeze them. When you defrost them, they're just like they are when you first made them. So I can now stick them in the freezer and take them out as I need them. (laughs) So that's what I'll be doing. Um, You know, I think before even the theatre, I'm looking forward to getting into a rehearsal room. Mm -hmm. I've missed missed the discussion. I've missed the laughs. Um, I've missed so much about creating, Mm -hmm. um, uh, which is what I love doing, which is why, again, I'm thrilled to be doing something new. um, Because there's nothing really for me to, to go on. It's, no. it's been done once on stage where there's no reference. You know, there's, a, there's a, I think, a 30-second clip on YouTube. Yeah, I've looked there's at that. It's else. really good. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. It's great, isn't it? It's some great songs. Um, and it's, it's, that's, there's, that's all I've got to go on, which is yeah. wonderful, because it means I'm just going to create and do. And I know it at the event because uh, Patty, who did it in the States, is very different to me vocally and as a character. Mm. So it can't be the same. So it's going to be really exciting. Just to creating a new musical theatre character. What a gift. Yeah. I know. I'm very lucky. I feel really, really lucky. We have a song, an exclusive, actually, that we're able to share this afternoon. Could you just give us a little introduction? Yeah. I'm, this is really exciting as well. It this is. was recorded in my living room. So <laughs> the <know>. glamour. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I didn't do it in my little booth. I've got a little voiceover booth here that I set up for, from, you know, during lockdown. But I, I can't sing in it because, of course, it's tiny. It's like a little mm-hmm. cupboard. So I moved it, everything out into my living room and I was sent a track. Um, yeah, this is called I Couldn't Imagine. And it's 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 the opening number of the show um, after she's introduced to the Because she talks to the audience all the time as if they're another voice. Um, and it's while she's watching um, the moon landing. She's sat in her living room watching the moon landing and this is the song she says and, and this is when she decides because um, she can't believe what she's seeing uh, how brave these people are this is the moment she decides that she's going to walk out that door wendy peters it's always a joy having you on the show please let's not leave it quite so long next time oh i know absolutely and hope time next time we'll be in person and i'll bring some brownies absolutely stay safe lovely <laughs> thank you and you see you see you at the playhouse I didn't expect one Sunday to be different from the last I didn't expect the world to change its orbit quite so fast That Sunday there were heroes on TV I didn't expect how shocking that would be I didn't presume to understand the science or the math I didn't presume to fathom their velocity and path To me it seemed so distant and pretend I didn't presume that I could comprehend I couldn't begin to picture that the moon I saw outside The moon so soft and silver and serene Was the same moon where the TV showed their rocket ship collide in some rocky, bleak, dry and dusty horror movie scene. Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. Roger Twink. Tranquility. So there's a foot on the moon, stepping down on the moon. I couldn't believe 
the pictures I was seeing on that screen. I couldn't believe a man was climbing out of that machine. I sat there and I watched that fearless crew. I couldn't believe the things some people do. From a vantage point so rooted, so protected and secure. A world of sheltered husbands and their wives. The image of such bravery seemed distant and obscure. And I just thought, some people's lives, some people's lives, some people's lives. I couldn't imagine someone could go flying into space. Armstrong is on the moon. Neil Armstrong standing on the surface of the moon. I couldn't imagine facing all the risks they had to face. On this July 20th, 1969. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. No, one small step for man, but I didn't get the second phrase. I couldn't imagine much from where I stood Then one day Suddenly I could One small step One giant leap I stepped off my porch and walked directly toward my moon Wendy Peters singing I Couldn't Imagine from the brand new musical You Are Here. Music and lyrics there by Neil Bartram. And if you'd like to find out a little bit more about You Are Here, you can head over to the Southwark Playhouse website. The musical runs there from the 17th of May to the 12th of June with a live streamed performance on Saturday the 22nd of May at 3pm and 7.30pm. Well, that's it for this episode. If you've enjoyed listening, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite listening platform. I'm Paul. And I'm Robbie. And you've been listening to the Sunday Show Tunes podcast. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye.